Trish. It's that time that happens three or four times a year again. <laughs> yes. Yes, it is, Mike. If you are familiar with eBay, it is time for a seller update. They just released the 2024 winter seller update, and that's what we're going to talk about today. Yes, we are. Trish, did you know that I used to work at eBay? What? I am shocked. I, know, I, know. I am shocked. Shocked you didn't know that about me. But uh, this is one of my, when I used to work at eBay stories. <laughs> so when I used to work at eBay, first of all, Trish, Doug. I've never understood why they don't announce the seller updates. No, they drop them like a it's prize a attack. Surprise. <laughs> and when I was up there, they tried it once and people loved it. There's a seller update coming. It was could be coming soon. And everybody, you go when it's coming because it gets to be that time of year or that time of the season and they're due. But I've never understood why they just don't announce them beforehand and give a little bit of hint. And again, they tried it once and then didn't do it again. I don't get it either. It really, yeah. it doesn't make any sense to me. And so obviously I've been through a bunch, but when I worked there, obviously I was remote. I was on the seller engagement team. So I would go up for the week and it would go out. And so what happens is it goes out in like New Year's, Australia first, and then Australia, UK, Europe, and then US. Okay. So, and basically what happens is we had what's called, at first it was literally the war room. And then we decided to change the name to and Wolf Butzer, the situation room. Welcome to the situation room. And uh, so we would be in there all day and we would have calls with Europe and calls. I don't know that we, I think just calls with UK and Europe and just be, and we'd be tracking sentiment, see what's said about it out there. There'd be boards dedicated to it in the community. So we would monitor those. And then as some of our seller friends know, we would monitor what they were saying, what was coming out because... And influencers, YouTube, influencers, things like that. Yeah, like people we know. And they would say it if we're here. They love to get the drop on the seller. Do, man. And they'll read it and right away comment on it and yeah. what they like and don't like. And they're rarely fully popular. It's usually a fees being raised or something like that. Yeah. But what these guys do, some of the bigger ones, is they have Google alerts set. So they look for eBay seller update. And then from Australia or wherever Australia, and then it rolls yeah. around and then they're yeah. like, okay, we're not going to be the same, but it's going to be similar. So let's get our commentary out on it. So that's why we're doing it like a few days after. We're not in a rush. How are we Douglas? Right. <laughs> but we have some commentary on it. We do. Obviously you're the seller expert. You're welcome. And then we'll get rolling. eBay says they do have a dedicated page. We'll link to in seller center. And they say this winter, we're rolling out new and enhanced features to help you reach more buyers, sell more efficiently and protect your business. On the one hand, this is literally based on research and data. And it's what eBay thinks is best for the platform and for buyers and sellers. And a lot yeah. of sellers don't always agree. Okay. A lot of buyers yeah. don't always agree. Yeah. And sometimes they're trying new stuff, but I'm going to look. So improve tools to help you grow your business tools to help you run your business more efficiently, some updates to fees and financials, stronger protections on transactions and accounts, and then uh, tool updates, shipping improvements, listing management improvements, mobile feature improvements. Where do you want to start, Trish? So I have, I have like five major updates that I think have come from this. Okay. okay. So I figure I'm just going to go through a little synopsis of the first one, and then you and I will talk about it, and we'll move down yeah, the list. That works. 
Okay, so the first one is the new Sell Faster with Active Listings feature. And this is what you need to know. Okay. So this is from eBay. We're committed to simplifying how you sell. That's why we're bringing more selling tools and tips to where you spend your time. The Seller Hub, Active Listings page, and the eBay app. Sellers with a basic or higher store subscription can now seamlessly create markdown sale events directly from the active listings tab. Plus, all sellers will start receiving personalized recommendations on the active listings tab with actionable tips to help you sell your items faster. So this is a nice change. I don't think there's any reason anyone should complain about this. Right now, to be able to start like a sale, a markdown sale, or to do some yeah. percentage off, you have to leave the active listings page Okay. Um, in the seller hub and go to performance, I believe, and then go into the markdown manager or maybe advertising the markdown manager. So you have to go away and it's at least like two or three clicks out of where yeah. you are to get there. Okay. Being able to do this right in the listing process or right when you're doing lots of stuff, I think is great. I don't think there's a downside to this. I don't think there's anything wrong with this. And I don't really see anything. I think it's a good improvement. And then, uh, so real quick, a couple quick yeah. things from me, super high level is, yeah, yeah, I love cutting down the steps, doing it on that active listings page. I think more people use that. And I yep. love doing it in Seller Hub because... If you're not familiar with Seller Hub, you got to get in there. Oh, you totally should know all about it. <laughs> yeah, know all about it. And yeah. then I look at those personalized recommendations because yeah. they're based on not only your data, but similar sellers' data, similar stuff that's been sold. So those are legit. And again, we always have to say this. eBay does want you to succeed and they're trying to help so that yeah. data is based on what's worked for you. So and you don't have to do them. They're just no. recommendations. Uh, you know. And here's the thing. I totally agree with Doug. I just want to put it out there. I know that people who know me probably think I'm a little bit of an optimist when it comes to eBay, but I recognize, and I think some of the seller community tends to believe that it's like us against eBay. I would much rather think of eBay as my partner and think of eBay as, it's eBay's sandbox. And so I need to play within the rules so that I can be really good in the sandbox. Right? And so I try to look at it like I don't even try to put a judgment on when they do things because I can't do anything about it. There are times where the reseller community has said, we hate this change and they have backpedaled. It happens very rarely, but it does happen. And so because of that, I really think that they are responsive most of the time to what we want. I don't see any reason to think any of this is bad. And those personalized things, I agree with you, Doug, they're based on data. They are yeah. just not showing you things out of how we think you should be spending 15% here to do this, blah, blah, blah. And I know a lot of times people say, I already pay them. And so I don't want to pay this extra. That's fine. That's perfectly great. You don't have to, but just be aware what other people are doing, what other people in your category are doing, just so you can stay competitive. And so even if you don't take their suggestions, realize that other people are going to, so that what's happening in the with the where you sell and who you're up against. And I also would like to say it was the basic store and above. So if you have a starter store, this will not be available to you. And also, if you just sell one listing and you don't have a store, this isn't available to you. 
with that being said, everyone should have at least a starter store. If you sell on eBay, even a couple of times a year, have a starter store. It's worth it. Yeah. You get some part, you get some perks and some things that help. You get so. Seller Hub. You get a lot more tools at your disposal. Okay. So number two is about drafts. Keep your listing drafts longer. We've changed the way draft listings are saved. In the past, a draft would be saved for 75 days after its creation, even if you made changes to it, right? So if you went out on day 74 and you added photos and you did all this stuff, on 75, it would be gone. Now, when you make a change, you'll have 75 days from that point forward. So the clock resets. You can save up to 250 drafts through the quick listing tool on eBay and the eBay mobile app and up to 5,000 through the single and bulk listing tools in Seller Hub. So here's what I would like to say about this. This is going to be a little anti-eBay. I know it's shocking for Trish. Cover your ears, eBay. Cover your ears, eBay, and anyone who's a real cheerleader. I would not suggest that you keep your listings in eBay, in listing drafts, okay? I agree. Um, okay. It is a little problematic. Stuff happens. If you are somebody who uses it now, if you're not somebody who's a list perfectly user, we're glad you're here and you're listening to the podcast. I'm going to tell you what I think you should be doing in a second. If you're a list perfectly user, keep them in list perfectly. I think yep. they're safer. If you are not a list perfectly user, and you want to utilize the drafts, what I would do is make a scheduled listing and put it out as far as you can and then use that as your drafts or your bank or whatever you want to call it and then make them live as you want to, okay. if that makes sense, okay? And the reason is they're more secure there, yeah. in my opinion. I've heard that recommendation before and yeah. we've all lost photos. We've all lost drafts, had drafts disappear. And that's just something that happens. And, I, and when they're working on it, I guess, by saying this, so maybe it's something they're trying to fix. So if in six or eight months, we're having really good luck, maybe my opinion will change. But if you're a list perfectly user, keep them in list perfectly. If you are not, we're glad you're here. Make them a scheduled listing. No, that is a good one. That's a good idea. That's a good practically. A Trish tip. Practically a Trish tip. Who would have thought? And then again, is if you're using list perfectly, you can have your drafts in there, have all exactly. your <laughs> listings. So you're not going to lose them. Exactly. Uh, Photopalooza or Listapalooza. Oh, Photopalooza. That was Glitchapalooza. What year was that, Doug? I think I was there when it happened. 2019? I, I, I think so. I, oh. I were at a I think we're at a conference. We're at another awesome. conference when item specific Palooza launch happened. <laughs> so the next item of the five, so this is number three, is reduce unpaid items when sending mm -hmm. offers to buyers. So before I talk about this a little, what eBay has been successfully trying to get out of the waiting for people to pay things game, right? For a yeah. long time, we, they, you could buy things and you could pay within four days. They've been slowly getting a, getting rid of that. Yeah. And now they're coming in with how to get rid of that with offers to buyers. Okay. In recent months, we've made improvements to reduce unpaid item cases for buy it now and best offer sales, which have led to an increase in successful payments. Based on your feedback, we're extending these improvements to seller 
initiated offers over the next coming weeks. Okay. When potential buyers are interested in your offer, they'll be taken directly to checkout. And in order to accept the offer and secure the item, they'll need to successfully complete payment. So what used to happen is it would say to you, are you do you want this offer? You would say yes or no, and then you'd go yeah. into the four days. So now it's going to take you directly before you can say yes, you have to put in your payment. Okay. It's great. Yeah. I don't know why anyone would have any issues with that one. Oh, somebody will. I know. Okay. Yeah. The next one is expanded and increased security features for multi-user account access to protect your business. Improved features to delegate more tasks and protect your business. What you need to know. We've enhanced multi-user account access, which are MUAAs. Okay. So when you yes. see MUAAs, that's what it is. To enable you to assign more kinds of tasks to your team members and added authenticator apps as a method for two-step verification. This will provide you with a secure login experience across multiple devices and accounts and add an extra layer of protection to your eBay account. This is not going to be something that's going to affect most of us, right? Most resellers are single entrepreneurs in our community anyways. But if you're somebody who wants to get a VA or if you're somebody like me who has, like my daughter works for me, maybe I don't want to let her, she has access to everything. So this isn't me, but maybe I wouldn't want her. I know exactly. Maybe I don't want her to have access to everything. I could give her and I could decide what she can see and what she can do. Pretty soon she'll be doing that to me if I know her. (laughs) You may not touch that. Uh, But this, so this is just an extra layer of protection for you and your business. Okay. Yeah. No, I think that's a good, that's a good thing. That's something uh, multi-user account access was something that was popular when it came along. Yep. Sellers have been asking for it for years. Then yeah, it makes sense now in our crazy modern world with all kinds of different devices, all kinds of different computers, your desktop, your laptop, your tablet, your phones, right. just different users, different IP addresses, all right. that. So, safety, the whole thing is, yeah, security, safety. And so even though it sounds annoying, you got to do another thing. It's really in your best interest. So I try not to get upset about that stuff. All right. So the last one that I think is important is their per order fee is changing. So we've kept our per order fee consistent since we started processing payments in 2020. But due to rising costs, we're making an adjustment to this fee. The change will enable us to continue to improve our marketplace so you and your buyers can have the best experience. So anything over $10, okay, Yeah. will increase from $0.30 to $0.40. Okay. If it's less than $10, it's staying at the $0.30. So anyone who remembers... PayPal, so anyone who was using eBay pre-2020 when they started doing their payments themselves, right? We used to do it through PayPal. They would have an order fee. I believe it was 30 cents plus so much percentage, just like it is now. So this is a pretty standard thing. I said to somebody, it's only 10 cents. And then they sent me back. I've seen that. I've seen that. Yeah. Yeah, About how much money this was going to mean for eBay. Technically, you know. <laughs> yeah, 
Well, 30 cents times a million is 30 million. Yeah, exactly. I get it. It's quite a bit of money for eBay, but it's an extra 10 cents for us. So I'll there take it go. on the chin at the moment. There you go. Yeah. So for me, that's about it. So that's the main stuff. I do see that there's other little stuff, other updates you should know. Now using TerraPeak, you can access the last three oh, years yeah. of old items. TerraPeak also took out things because when it used to be you would do it, you wouldn't know if it was by best offer or okay. if it was an out of stock kind of thing. So they have now really showed you the real price. So you can have a real price comparison now with TerraPeak, whereas before it was difficult. So they're yeah. giving us more information, which is great. And data is good. You should look at it, use what you want, but you should definitely at least be familiar with it. Check it every once in a while. Especially so if you're selling stuff that is like not sold daily. If you're yeah. somebody who comes across something at a flea market or a yard sale and you look it up and there's only like a handful of them, go to Terapeak immediately. And then there's also some feedback stuff. Most relevant feedback is shown first with the improved default sort. You can add images to feedback on listings that have multiple quantities available. Buyers can now add images. Replies to feedback are now visible on mobile and the eBay app. And desktop. This is good. That's this a good one. This is a good one. So now if you're somebody, I have free returns for any reason, right? So if I send you something, you don't like it, you can send it back to me free of charge for any reason. It automatically goes through. You don't even have to talk to me. You just say you want to turn it. It automatically gives you a label. Yeah. If I get a negative and it says received, didn't, and this happened, somebody got a scarf and they said that it wasn't the scarf that was pictured, that it had a metallic thread in it that mm -hmm. I didn't disclose. First of all, but. what they got was exactly the photo, right? They got yeah. it. And I guess when I look at it really close, it does have a very small metallic thread. I didn't list it as a metallic thread, not because I was trying to hide anything, because it just wasn't that big of yeah. an issue for the overall look. And here's the thing. I have free returns. Just send it back to me. I'll yeah. give you all your money back. I won't yeah. even. And so they didn't. So I was like, I have free returns for any reason. I'm very sorry you were not happy with your purchase. Yeah. You could have sent it back at any time. And yeah. what I like now is you used to have to click in to the negative to see if I had something to say about it. And now those two will always pop up together, which I think is brilliant. Yeah. So a couple of things there. For, and first of all, I didn't want you to find out this way, Trish, but it was me that sent that scarf back. I'm very picky about the scarves that I have. They didn't send it back, Doug. They kept the scarf. That, uh, <laughs> maybe that wasn't me. This is interesting, and I don't want to get too controversial, Trish. You don't like to get controversial. But the eBay app is great. It's got a lot of features that desktop doesn't have. Desktop has stuff that the app doesn't have. True. They're two different environments. True. That is the challenge with an app. Mm -hmm. And some, some guy is going to come along and be like, well, mm -hmm. but no, that's the deal. Is like, Oftentimes, when you have an app environment, and a desktop environment, they're going to be different. They're going to be off. A lot of times, updates go to the app before they go to desktop. And right. in this case, is like you were saying, if you had that on a mobile too, that would have helped you out in this situation. But that's also too, you got to tie in a list perfectly plug. <laughs> we, we don't have an app and there's a reason because it's two different development environments and it's difficult. 
it's a lot of work to keep the two of them synced. And we and have also, a mobile responsive site. This perfectly is very mobile friendly. So you just go in through your browser, you pull it up, and it's exactly what you have on desktop. You do not need to learn two separate things. Because yeah. to, be, to be quite honest with you, before I got my job with List Perfectly, I sold full-time on eBay all the time, right? I knew the app and I knew desktop in and out. And since I started working for List Perfectly about a year and a half ago, I don't know the app as well as I used. And every once in a while, I'm yeah. like, why can't I find what I need? Because yeah. they're not the same, right? Yeah. So being able to know where everything is, and I think it's more of a positive than a negative, to be honest yeah. with you. And I'm not sure why people think they need the app or why they need an app. You know what I mean? Well, I'm not quite, I don't quite get it. No, I think our mobile devices have convinced us that we need an app. And well, I can't, there's no app. How can I use it on my phone? It used to be a different thing. But yeah, you have a mobile browser on your phone and most stuff now is what they call mobile responsive, yeah. which means it's the same experience on your phone as it would be on your desktop. And again, it didn't used to be like that, but now right. it is. And it's like right. you don't necessarily need an app. A lot of people think they do and they think yeah. that they can't use something on their phone if there's no app and they think it's out of date. They say you need an app. They push the app and it's like you can have a list perfectly like icon on your home yeah. screen that will take you right to it so you can still have that app experience where you just press one button and it brings you somewhere you're able to do that i just don't i don't know i agree with you I you do that once you get in there pretend you're in the app <laughs> you're gonna think i'm in the list perfectly app all right um, so anything else on that no i don't think so also shipping improvements you're gonna like this i think maybe ebay standard envelope is expanded into more categories it is a very niche market at the moment. eBay standard envelope really is for envelope -y things. And I'm not being wise when I say envelope -y. I know it sounded wise, yeah, but yeah. it's for stamps. It's for trading cards. It's for okay. postcards. Okay. For maybe some small ephemera, some stickers. It is for very small items at the moment. I'm hoping that maybe those types of things will be a little bit more expanded at some point. It's a relatively new program. They're adding some more things. I'll be interested to see where it goes eventually. But I think that is a very small niche market. Okay. okay. They've also upgraded shipment tracking for things like eBay International Shipping, including guidance during shipping expectations so that the next steps are clear when something goes wrong. So you're kept in the loop along the way yeah. of the experience. And they've included this update for buyer return shipments as well for so, like tracking purposes. Yeah. So this is a really good thing. This has been a little bit of a sore spot for some people, especially for eBay International. So eBay International, you can send it to a hub. And as long as it gets to that yeah. hub, it, it was used to be that it didn't matter then what happened. Right? Now it's changed a little. It can still not get there when it's supposed to. Even though as Americans, I'm going to go on my little horse for a second. Even though as more Americans, we think that our postal service is terrible. When you go other places, you realize what terrible is, right? And so things would take a very long time to arrive, but you would have no idea. It would say arrived in, I'm just going to pick our country, Guatemala. It arrived in Guatemala and then you wouldn't know anything until it arrived at the house or yeah. whatever, if you ever knew. Yeah. And so so now we're hoping to get some more information. So that's great. That's a great thing. And then also <laughs> there are improvements to help manage listings. This is an interesting one. 
They're making it easier for you to provide free shipping by showing you a free shipping prompt on your main listing draft. And then this is interesting too. If you need to change a listings category, they're including the most relevant item specifics for your listing. You could probably do a whole episode on this kind of stuff. That's true. Free shipping thing is interesting. All right. So this is a special one for Trish. Okay. Mobile feature updates to run your business on the go, Trish. Now you're going to be able to sort orders by custom SKU. If you use custom SKUs, making it easier to find your stuff. And you can also sort by buyer, allowing you to easily combine items for shipping. That's a good one. That is a good one. There you go. So I am a print out the pick list kind of girl. I'll have to tell Liz because I wouldn't, at the moment, I don't use either one of those. Okay. That's a, it's okay, Trish. It's just yeah. it's first people that do. <laughs> you had like off-site something and you had to stop and you could just pull it up really easy if you had an off-site storage unit or something. Okay, there you go. Anything else, Trish, on the seller update? No, I think we about covered it. In general, I don't think there's anything that's glaringly terrible. This week's Trish tips are based around the seller update, right? Yeah, I'm going to say that being on eBay's radar, so to speak, is worth it for you and your business. At certain points, you opt in to things and then you opt out of them. I think a lot of us opt out of stuff with eBay because we don't want to be bothered. Opt back in, get yeah. these notices, get these things. They also have seller like meetings that are just big Zoom sessions where they talk about things. You just sign in with your seller handle and stuff and you go. Mm -hmm. And they do things and you meet people and you get people who work at eBay and you're, maybe you'll get a connection. And this is how I always felt about Brian Burke, who is retiring in a, just a couple of weeks, not even. And knowing him has allowed me when I've had a problem, I've only ever asked him for help once, but when I needed help, he was there to be able to put me in the right direction, right? Yeah. Knowing somebody at eBay, having a little bit of hey, do you think you can help me look at this? Do you know who I would talk to? Those things help you in business, the networking aspect. And so eBay Main Street, which is about their arm for the government, being able to write some letters, do some things, stay informed. This stuff will help you down the line. You want to be in the know. And so my tip for this week is about eBay because of the seller update, read the update. Go to the seller meeting that they're going to have in March. Those are my things. Those are great. I'll just add a couple of things there, Trish. A lot of people, when they sign up or they look at those notifications, they opt out of the marketing and news updates. So you're going to miss out on some stuff. And eBay always says that if you want the latest news, community.ebay.com, the announcement section, because that's where they update stuff. You'll find right. seller update updates there. There's a, sh a shipping thing. That if there's a nor'easter in Boston and they have to accommodate your snow, <laughs> They'll post it there. And they then, do. Um, and you know, that's helpful because you can call eBay. You're in the Northeast. You call eBay and say, I can't ship today. There's a storm. The post office is closed. They have a way of tracking it. They'll fix yeah. it for you. These things all count. So be in the know. They put that stuff in the community. Again, community.ebay.com. And when there's a seller update, they have discussion boards there where you can go and get answers, ask questions. And then the eBay website is much more than the marketplace. It's much Absolutely. more than buying and selling. They have news on there. They have eBay Inc., which is company news. And then they have, as Trish mentioned, 
a hugely important thing called eBay Main Street at ebaymainstreet.com. And that is a hub for like government relations. There's multiple ways to get involved, but that's the hub there. You can just go there for information. You can sign up for, I'm pretty picky about who they pick. but try to get in. (laughs) But then they also have, if you want to be passively involved, they have information like write your senator a letter about the Shop Safe Act. Right. Or there's information on the Shop Safe Act if you don't know what it is. But it's ebaymainstreet.com is a great hub. And just definitely have your eye out on what eBay's putting out informationally, uh, what's going on. Definitely have them on your radar. Absolutely agree. 100%. Great Trish tip. Thank you. I have a seller shout out this week, Trish. You do? What is it, Douglas? So I was perusing the TikTok earlier this week, as I like to do. Yes. Going through my pertinent news and my trending songs. And uh, my wife's driving around with my son the other day, right? And yes. as soon as he gets in the car, he connects his phone. Of course. His playlist. And she's like, they're driving and uh, that girl is poison. Was that Tony or Belle Biv DeVoe? Belle Biv DeVoe, I would Belle think. Belle Biv DeVoe. And my wife starts singing it and my son goes, Belle Biv DeVoe? No, he did not. Totally. Did you think they were new? He did the same thing to me with Arctic Monkeys. And he's like, you know the Arctic Monkeys? And I'm like, I'm surprised you know the Arctic Monkeys. And this is going on with some of the bands I love, like Depeche Mode, The Smiths. The yeah. kids are finding it on TikTok now. It's trending sounds. And they think it's new. Belle Biv DeVoe. That girl was poisoned back in the 90s, Trish. She was. <laughs> but anyway, so there I was on TikTok. There and I'm sitting was along on- and I've got some friends. My fr- you do? You have friends have, on TikTok? You have friends on TikTok. Yeah, there are some. Okay. Yes. And one of my lady friends, our lady friend, Sarah. I was going to say, I'm pretty sure she's our lady friend. Sarah Boinkin, it's Boink, was on there. And she shares snippets from her life as they yep. do. Yep. And earlier this week, and she gave us permission to mention this, she filmed a commercial for Visa and Poshmark. It's after the Super Bowl, so don't get too excited. I'm I'm excited. I don't care if it's just for TikTok. It's awesome. It is. And she put a TikTok out, and it was thanks to Visa and Poshmark, and shout out to List Perfectly, because she had her List Perfectly bag in the back, but they had her move it. (laughs) Oh, they did? Yeah. No branded (laughs) stuff in the commercial, but we hoped we would get it. you, You know, the thought was there. We appreciate it, Sarah. We love the fact that somebody that we know and, and our friends with are doing a Visa and Poshmark commercial. And that is just fantastic. And you guys should follow her on um, TikTok and all the socials. I'll make sure I put them all in the show notes for you guys. She is an amusing woman. She is a um, therapist by trade. That's true. And she's a part-time reseller and a full-time mom, as we all are, and a regular roller skater. So she is constantly bebopping around on her roller skates. She is a hoot. She's a big posture, great resource yes. for Poshmark, yep. uh, good friend of ours. But yeah, she does selling content. Yeah. Does Orange Theory content because she's a trainer there. Yep. She has insanely curly hair. She does, curl, she content does curl content and roller skating and then yep. family stuff as yeah. well. She's fun to follow. So, she and is. I don't know if you know this, Trish. Yeah. Actually, I think you do because you were there. <laughs> I, I've done two Poshmark lives, both oh, with Sarah Lincoln. She was my first. I helped model clothing for her. 
You did. Second one, I showed up by mistake because I was on a group text and I thought it was just to me and it was not, but (laughs) I went live at, it's like the ultimate. I went live at Posh Fest in it's Boink, Sarah Boinkins live from Posh Fest with, of course, Tiffy Pie. Tiffy Pie. So here's the thing. The three posh cateers. The three posh cateers. If there's a live to be had, Doug wants to be on it. Okay. So anybody wants to do anything live, just ask Dougie. He'll show up. Just like that. Trish has literally pulled me out of the audience on stage. I love lights. I love lives. I love stages. There was an eBay (laughs) VP I used to work with. And she said, Doug never met a mic he didn't like. That's right. So I'm going to tell a little Doug story and then we can wrap this up. So we're doing camp listing party last year and I had a little fire I had to put out mm-hmm. and I'm on stage with a microphone. I literally walk off the stage into the audience. I hand him the mic and I said, I got to go. And he goes, oh, okay. And he stands up and he puts his jacket on and he just starts walking to the stage. And my stepmom was there and she's like, is that okay? I'm like, yeah, he'll be fine. Let's go. <laughs> <laughs> yes. As long as the lights are on and people pay attention and laugh, he's okay. I had to put something down, my fork down. I was eating. You were. You All right. Were. I literally was like, I've got to go. And you're like, oh, okay. I'm I was so, I was so excited. Hey, thank you, Doug, as usual. I was going to say, do we have any seller news this week? I think we... <laughs> think we covered it? I don't know. Are there any big news things? I don't things think so. I think that the big seller news was the eBay seller update. Oh, yeah. 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 Usually we have eBay news and this is pretty big eBay news. We're not the first to rush it out in a rushed YouTube video from our car, but we want no, to but analyze it a little bit. I do think that you and I have a different perspective. You having worked for eBay and, and me as a seller, I think we give a good perspective. I think so. I think so. And it was fun. There's always something that people don't like. This probably would go down as not one of the hardest core updates. Agreed. Pretty sure this one was tame as comparatively to some of them. Like the year they told us we could not have sales for 90 days. That was tough. Didn't last long either, everybody. (laughs) The the item-specific stuff was not popular. Yeah, that took a while. People get used to it now. Sellers don't like a lot of change. And this is what we always preach too, is some of this stuff is based on the fact that there's a lot of competition. There's a lot of buyer and seller competition. There's a lot of marketplace competition now, and the marketplace is always changing. And this is what they're trying to do to help. And you got to be willing, always willing to adapt, always willing to learn, always willing to change. And sometimes change is rough and sometimes people don't like it. It's exactly true. And it's also one of those things that you know, if you've been doing anything for a long time, things evolve, right? And so I think like the way we sell is continually to evolve. And I think that the more open you are to changing what you're doing, the more successful you'll be in this business because there are always new opportunities. There are always new ways. And especially now with how far the tech stuff has come, barcode scanners and AI. You want to be able to be open to this because it's going to become faster and better and stronger. And I just think that these things are just going to continue to get phenomenal. I wish we could go back to like the first seller updates where they're like, stop sending checks to yeah. the headquarters. 
<laughs> I know. So, no more money orders. Yes, don't send change in an envelope taped to an index card. We don't want yeah. it. All right. Thanks, everybody. That's all the eBay news that fits this week. We'll have more news from other platforms next week. Yes. Thank you, Trish. The Seller Community Podcast is sponsored by List Perfectly and Listing Party. For more information, go to listperfectly.com and listingparty.com. Thank you for joining us on the Seller Community Podcast from List Perfectly. Leave a message or ask a question at anchor.fm slash Seller Community Podcast. You can email us at podcast at listperfectly.com. You can post a question for us in the List Perfectly Facebook group at facebook.com slash groups slash listperfectly. Listen to the Seller Community Podcast anywhere you listen to podcasts and be sure to subscribe. Tell your friends. And if you're on Apple Podcasts or Spotify, please leave us a review. You can always use our promo code podcast. That's P-O-D-C-A-S-T for 30% off your first month of List Perfectly or 30% off your first month of upgrading your plan. Thanks for listening.